It's time to go from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast where we give you the encouragement to change your life. Welcome to Vulnerable Moments with Jovan J. Palmer. No longer will you feel ashamed, unseen, and unheard. Get vulnerable, become courageous, and be free. And now your host, Jovan J. Palmer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of, actually not, welcome back. Welcome to the first, actually, second episode of Vulnerable Moments, the podcast. Uh, Like I said, there are going to be some single episodes. So you see me, I'm here down in uh, Nowlands. I had to get an episode in um, because I've been a little behind because of being sick, but we're catching up. And of course, by any means necessary. So welcome to another edition of Vulnerable Moments, the podcast, where we share transparent, of course, our most vulnerable moments. I'm your host, Jovan J. Palmer, and as always... We are bringing it to you live and in effect. Today, I want to talk about, you know, getting the hurt out of you so you can live. Uh, I remember some time where I just lived with so much hurt and animosity inside of me where I wasn't truly living. What I was doing was really hurting a lot of people. And I was really doing a lot of hurt to myself and I didn't realize it. And when you hold on and when you hoard in so much stuff that mom, how mom treated you, how dad may have treated you, how your sisters, how your friends, you know, how boyfriends and girlfriends treated you and you hold on to that for so long. What happens is you wind up bleeding on this old pain on new people. And the new people who are coming to your life are meant to be a blessing. Or these new people who are coming to your life, they're meant to truly help you become a better person or a better individual. But it's hard for you to really just let go of, we like what the pain gives us, we like the attention that it gives to us, we like the, you know, that attention piece. A lot of us really love attention of the negativity or the past because we hold on to it and we feel like, you know, this is the moment where I'm seen the most. When I'm, when I'm giving this negative emotion out, when I'm holding on to my past, when I'm living in this woe it's me type of world, your hope and your expectation is that people will hold on to that part of you and that people will be okay with living that part. Like not people will be, people will be okay with you staying the same. And I realized that I can't stay the same. I can't remain the same being. I can't remain the 12 year old boy that was hurt. I can't always continue to blame that. Eventually I had to pick up, put on my big boy draws and I had to start doing the work. And I'm telling you the inner works is never easy. It's never easy. It's never. It's like one of the most hardest things that you will ever do, which is doing the inner works of you. Actually coming to terms and coming to grips that you may never get forgiveness. Like I had to come to grips with, you know what? I may not get the forgiveness that I want. I may not get the forgiveness that I deserve, but I have to move on and I have to move past this so that I can become a better man. And in my becoming of a better man, what happens was that I was coming across people who would want to help me become better because they saw that I wanted to be better or people who come, I would come across and they would say, I wish you can just see this one thing that I'm seeing about you. Or once, I wish I would see this one thing that people see about you. I wish I'd see this one thing of how people are treating you, but you're not recognizing it. And after you hear so many people saying these so, the same thing over and over, what happens is they awaken a giant inside of you. And that's what's happened to me. A giant has been awakened inside out of me where I'm noticing things and people who I thought, you know, had my best interests at heart, who are people who I thought, you know, who were riding for me, who people who I thought wanted to see the best for me, but it seems as if they wanted to keep me in the same position of who I was. I was a very, I was a pushover, very timid, very mild, you know, sometimes mild tempered around certain people because I felt that I shouldn't have to be the person who tells you how to treat me, or I shouldn't be the first type of person because I feel like I'm a giver, I'm a nice guy, and you know, 
when you're feel like you know you're that type of person you're a giver you're a nice person and people are just really taking advantage taking your kindness for granted it's like what do you do what do you do when people take your kindness for granted and what do you do when the person who you were no longer wants to exist you know it's a big it's a fight it's an uphill battle it's a journey it's a lot of work because you're fighting against who you were versus who you are now versus who you want to become that's an uphill battle every day that I've been really been been fighting against, excuse me, been, been fighting against that of who I used to be. What parts of me that I say, you know what, can still stay with me? What parts of me that I say have to leave? Who has, what has to leave? And that's been the biggest part because I'm like, I love people, I really do. I love how we are all individualistic humans. And I love, you know, the fact that we all get a choice and an opportunity to just be who we are. And it's been really hard for me to come to the grips in terms that people don't wanna see you grow. People want to see you stunted in your growth. People wanna keep you in arm's reach or they wanna keep you where it benefits them but does so much harm to you. And it breaks my heart and it also leaves me in so much disappointment. You know, it's not that, you know, I'm in bear, I'm, I'm hurt or I'm, it's not that I'm hurt, but I am disappointed in people when they take, you know, who you were, they take your kindness for granted and they take it for granted and they continue to take it for granted and they continue to take it for granted. And they don't recognize your worth or your value. And they don't recognize who you are as an individual. They don't recognize, you know, what you've done for them and how you've done so much for them. And as you're growing, you would expect these people to grow with you. You know, one thing I told my dad um, on my birthday speech, I thanked him for growing with me as a man. You know, he's allowed me the space to become the man that I want to become, to become the person that I've always wanted to become, to release who I used to be and to grow into this, this, this manhood of some things that, you know, we agree on and some things that we don't agree on. And I'm thankful for my dad because, you know, though we don't always see it eye to eye, he will always show up for me regardless, you know? Even when we're not feeling each other, even though when I'm not feeling him or he's not feeling me, he will always show up. And I'm thankful that, you know, when we were in therapy together and um, he told the therapist, he told me like, you know, I'm gonna always show up for my son regardless. I'm here today because he asked me to be here. Now I know that's hard for a lot of other people's parents to just show up to them for therapy because therapy is, is breaking down so many walls and so many emotions and i want to talk about that episode of me taking my parents to therapy because so many emotions were broken down but i say all that to say that you have to keep people in your life who support your growth and they don't want to stunt your growth i have so many amazing people in my life who support my growth and I also have some people in my life who want to keep my growth stunted and i'm recognizing that and i'm realizing that and the hardest part is pulling away from that because you don't want you know, because deep down inside, what you want is for them to just say, just, you just want to really just say, yo, just grow with me. Please, please, please just grow with me. But I'm realizing everybody can't go. And that's the hardest part is that recognizing that everybody can't go. Everyone's not supposed to go. And I'm realizing that that's an old part of me that I'm still carrying into this day. That's a childhood tra trauma thing that I'm still hoping that everybody can go with me. And I'm realizing that I have to let that go. And when I'm saying letting go of the hurt inside of you so you can grow, you gotta look at what old characteristics of yourself that you've been holding on to. What are some old traits that you've been holding on to? Like I've been writing so much stuff down about myself and I've been jotting things down about myself and I've been looking back at myself and I watch old videos of myself where I look at old, like you know how you look at, you see uh, Facebook does this crazy thing where they show memories from like 
the 10 years, I think it was the 10 year memories. And I look back at myself like, dang, y'all, that's a cornball. <laughs> but that's what you have to do with your life. Journal back and look back at your life and look at the old life. Like, who were you at 10 years old? Who were you at 15? Who were you at, you know, 20 and 21 and 25 and 35 and, and so on? Every age you are, look back 10 years and ask yourself, who was I? What are some characteristics that I did not like about myself? Or what are some things that I currently don't like about myself that I don't want to take into this next season of my life? You know, if you really want to grow and you really want to become a better person, you have to do a self inventory. And a self inventory is like the hardest thing to ever do because that's when you have to really look at yourself. And that's when all of the things that people have been trying to tell you about yourself, they come, sometimes they come and they start smacking you. You start recognizing like, dang, so-and-so did say this about me. Dang, so-and-so was right. And then if you have a pride issue like myself sometimes where pride gets in the way and you don't want to go back to people like, yo, you were right. You were right about this. You were right about that. You were right about so-and-so. And it hurts your heart. Like, you know, the DJ, it hurts my heart. You know, that people don't believe. Whatever he said. But um, it hurts your heart um, that you have to look, when you do this self-inventory, you have to look back on yourself and you have to let go of that. It's like that picture um of like the teddy bear with christ has a teddy bear behind his back and then like the kid is holding on to the smaller teddy bear but behind christ's back is you know a larger thing you have to realize when you let go of these things let go of the childhood trauma let go of what happened to you let go of some people let go of some old friends let go of some family members let go of that bad habit let go of that porn addiction let go of that alcoholism let go of that drug addiction let go of your need for speed let go of your need for to always be right whatever those things those needs are that you feel that you need to have in your life but they're also they're not serving you well let it go Stop holding on to it. Ask yourself, why are you holding on to all of the things that you once were? Why do you believe at 20 and 30 and 45 years old that you can still be 12, 13, 14, and 15? Why do you believe that you can still be that same person at such older age? Why do we, Ask yourself, not even why do you believe that? Ask yourself, why do you even want to be that person still? What are you holding on to? You know, I tell people all the time that a lot of people are stuck at the age that their trauma happened at them the, to them the most. I was a 12 year old boy and I was stuck at 12 for the longest, you know, and until I had to go back and speak to that little boy and tell him, yo, you're okay, you're safe, you're better than this, I was stuck mentally. Of course, your body's gonna grow physically, but mentally and spiritually, sometimes you're held and you're stuck at that age. And sometimes you gotta go back to that age and go back to speak to that little boy, that little girl, and let them know, hey, you're safe now, I can let you go. Or you may be holding on to a loved one that was near and dear to your heart and now they're, they're not here and you're still holding on to them. Ask yourself, why are you still holding on to them? What was it? Was it a conversation that you wanted to have with them? Was it some hurt or some, some you know, words, a word exchange that you all had together? What are you holding on to and why are you holding on to it? In order to grow, you have to let go of the past. And I'm not saying you'll ever forget because there's lots of memories in my mind that I will never forget. As much as I wanted to push them out of my mind, as much as I want to forget the, the night in the moment that it happened, as much as I want to forget about all the stuff that happened to me, all the stuff that happened to me, all the things that I put myself through, memories sometimes just don't fade away. But sometimes you hold on to those memories just to make you stronger or just to remind you of a place that you don't want to go back to. You know, sometimes I'm thankful for my memories because when, I, when they pop up, I'm like, Daniel, I don't want to go back to that space. So that means I gotta keep doing the work. 
And that's the same thing with you. When you have a flashback, you have a memory of a space that you once were in and you don't want to go back. That lets you know that you got to continue to do the work. You have to continue to mold yourself and shape yourself and prune yourself and strip yourself of all the things that you don't want. All of them. Die to your flesh daily. It's hard. The most hardest thing ever is dying to your flesh of dying to the, of the things that you don't want, the things that you don't need, the things that don't serve you, to the people that don't serve you. It's a hard thing to do. I'm not going to sit here in front and say, oh, it's the easy thing. Boom. I can cut this person off and cut that person off. Again, cut off game sometimes a little strong, sometimes a little too strong. But at the same time, I have to ask myself, well, why is my cutoff game so strong? Why do I, why do I, you know, take pride in having this cutoff, you know, this cutoff game? You know, I think a lot of times we take pride in the things that's very detrimental to us. We take pride in being, you know, the person, the macho man, the very masculine man. We take pride in being, you know, the person who nobody's going to talk to me any types of way. We take pride in some things. But like the great philosopher, you know, philosopher J. Cole said, pride is the devil. And that jigger got a hold on you. So ask yourself, what am I holding on to that's keeping me from growing? There's a next level of your life. There's a next level of my life. There's a next level of your mom's life, your dad's life, your family's life. And there's a release that's waiting to happen. But you have to release so many things that you've been holding on to. And if you don't release them, the season that you're in right now will be the same season that you'll be in next week, next year, and so many other years. That's why I tell people it's detrimental that you find yourself a therapist, you find yourself a coach, you find somebody that you can talk to that who can truly help you. Don't rely on your friends all the time. I had to realize that I had to stop relying on my friends so much and so heavily to get me out of situations or get their opinion on things and really start relying on myself and my intuition. You know, I was telling my homegirl the other day, I was like, you know, I wanted to call you about a situation, but I had to figure it out for myself. The old me was always begging to go to somebody and help, hopefully they'll have the answer for me. They'll give me the answer so that I can find security in their answer and, and in their comfort and then their vulnerability. But I'm realizing as I grow older as a man that I have to find comfort and security in my vulnerabilities and my instinct and my gut, you know, my gut thoughts and my, and my everything that comes along. And as a little boy, when I lost trust in people, I also lost trust in myself. And I realized that's the reason why I lean on people's opinions of certain things for so much, so long. And uh, but I'm releasing that. I'm releasing the need to depend on people's opinions of things that I know to be true or things that I know to be right or things that I just know deep down inside is what I want to do. And that need of people's opinions no longer serves me. And as I'm becoming a better person, I'm becoming a better man, I'm letting go of my past and I'm stripping myself of the old being and I'm, you know, shedding all this dead weight. You have to do the same exact thing. Shed the dead weight of the need of people's opinions or their, you know, thoughts on things. And what do you think? Ask yourself, what do you think? If your gut tells you, yo, this is it, this is right, go with it. And if you fall and you make a mistake, it's okay, you learn, but you still, you took a leap in a trust and a bound on yourself. So this is an episode, we are out. Thank you for so much for joining me. Um, thank you for bearing with me. I'm just, like I said, I'm still a little under the weather, but there's more, more to come, more to come. I'm so excited to be talking to you all and having these single episodes and producing my thoughts. And I'm gonna start also talking about some of my therapy sessions, you know, um, what goes down behind the wall of, therapy you know how has it helped me how has it broken me in a good way 
you know, and how has it made me into the person that you see, how, you know, a lot of people are looking like, oh, where's this new confidence coming from? And part of it is from therapy and part of it is from a lot of self-evaluation and a lot of self, you know, talk, like a lot of good self-talk. So this is another episode of Vulnerable Moments. We are out. Peace.